Hello everyone and welcome back to the Pretty Bubbles podcast with myself, Daryl, Jamie and James. How are we doing, fellas? Yeah, not too bad. We've lost a, uh, well, one of our members today. We've lost our other sort of co-host when I'm not around today. He's uh, he's spending the night under the thumb, I've heard. Is that right? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to love it when he is that. <laughs> Look, if someone's not here, I get abuse like, when I'm not here. So yeah, he, it's only fair. Yeah, fair enough. It's only fair. Um, and it'll be the same if you two missed it as well. So, how are <laughs> we doing, fellas? All right? All good? Yeah, good. I think, uh, you know, in, in the way things are going at the moment, I feel like we've we've, we've just all got to be happy, really, and, you know, enjoy what it lasts. <laughs> Do you know what the funniest thing was, right? We are on 14 points. We beat a decent Sheffield United side on, on Sunday. And for the, for the two hours after that, all, we, all three of us done was argue. <laughs> I saw an article on Twitter and it was Sky Sports saying, are West Ham underdogs are a top six spot? And I'm like, wait a sec. I was like, we're going to be in the bottom six all season, yeah. not a top six. And yeah. Like, no, nah, I threw that away straight away. No, I'm just happy. I'll be happy with top 12, top 14, just stay safe and build again. All right, I've got a question. I, I know it's really early to say. But are we basically now thinking we're not in a relegation fight? No. Not yet. I know you can look at the points and go, right, we're ten I think we're ten points clear of the relegation zone right now. But you've only got a you've only got to go through a period of matches where you get start to get injuries to more you to more players, you start conceding goals. And it's not like we're scoring for fun at the moment either. So I if think we start yeah. conceding goals. I'd yeah, say if, I, if we get through this little patch of about a month, and then I think after Christmas, then we could probably just go. Yeah, do you know what? I think we might be free this year. I think it's highly, highly unlikely we'll go down, but I guess you can never say no. If no. it's like if you go ten games with one like no wins, but I, I'll, I know it's early to say it, but it's going to take some going, especially the way some of those teams are playing. From the position we're in, I'd still back us. I still think we're we're short rods to go down. They're finishing the top six, even though where we are right now. Oh, big time. I, yeah. wouldn't, I would say right now, our aim has to be top 10. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Top 10, rebuild, buy some more players, some more quality players and go again. That's what I'd look at. But mm. um, let's go on to the fixture that we played on Sunday um, at Bramble Lane. Um, and I believe we haven't won at Bramble Lane in a long time. Is that right? First time we've won in the top flight of Bramwell Lane since Jeff Hurst played. Yeah. Which, so we've, not, we've not played them an awful amount, though, have we? Not in the top flight, we haven't, no. No, we've played them a few times, obviously, um, lower not down the league. We played them in 06, and we I think we drew at their place and beat them at home. Oh, by the way, just very quickly, uh, breaking news, Chelsea have just conceded 1-0, oh. uh, uh, which just cost me uh, some money. Uh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. You rent, boys. Um, right, your landlord is you're just going to go and give him grief. I know my landlord's a big Chelsea fan and we don't like him. Um, <laughs> this so let's go on to it. Good performance. So we won 1 0. Um, just early, early thoughts on the performance and the result. One of you go. I think it was a lot better than Fulham. I thought we looked a lot more clinical going forward today we started really poorly i thought i thought first 10 minutes we really struggled to get into it but after that i thought we were the better team most of the first half without really testing ramsdale but you got the impression it was we were better and second half it was very similar look 
overall, I think we actually warranted the win. I don't think Sheffield United done enough. But there's still issues in this team that need addressing. But overall, I'm very happy with the way that the team is performing at the moment on Mobile and Moon. James? Um, uh, James, sorry. I'm, if I'm honest, I was getting a little bit bored at one point because I thought we weren't going anywhere. Because we weren't... I, 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 there was areas of the pitch where I thought that we were, were doing well. I didn't for a second think, OK, Sheffield are going to you know, break through us. I didn't feel like they were going to score uh, very often at all, or that they had, or that we had. I think we had thirteen shots on, t- uh, thirteen shots in total, and three on target. Mm-hmm. I think their shot to target on target ratio was better than ours. So Fabianski had a good game. But, but sometimes I, I always sometimes say though, shots on target's kind of an awkward stat. Because not always shots on targets are better. Like it can be a P roller into a keeper's hands, but if you put yeah. one wide, but it should have been bent top corner, then it's like I'd love to have seen what like expected goals was. Because yeah, Fabianski yeah. actually had to pull off a few saves today, but they missed some sitters. Yeah, I think um, the thing is like we some of our players do work hard. I could see that they were working hard. I know that Bowen works hard and I know that um, Fornells works hard, but sometimes they do make, the pair of them sometimes do choose the wrong option. I know it's easy for us to say because we're sitting on a sofa watching it, but um, the one, there was one that was uh, later on in the game towards Hall- Hallock was like pretty much in free space and we chose to go the other way and uh, ended up, the uh, Sheffield ended up getting back and defending it. But, it was quite, um, I don't know, I just found sometimes it being frustrating. It wasn't too dissimilar to Fulham, but I do think, like you said, Jamie, it was a little bit better. I'll say one thing, though, like, and I, you, you, you're right. Um, they've got to make better choices. Better, It's got to be quicker, it's got to be better, it's got to be the right option. But at the same point, I've seen a lot of people moan about Bowen um, since the weekend. And if you don't shoot, you don't score. And that's what he does where he cuts in and he gets shots off. All right, they they actually defended him really well. They stopped his shots quite early. But if he gets two of them off on target and, he's, and, he, and two of them go in, it's a different story, right? I think the best, the worst thing Haller done was when he uh, sold one of their centre-halves. Uh, he should have laid it to Haller. That was yeah, the best. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I agree. It's, look, for, from my point of view of the game, um, I thought we were, again, we were dominant uh, defensively. All right, they, they, they had a couple of chances, but Ogbonna looks solid as hell right now. Um, arguably, our left side of our defence is, like, nearly impenetrable, I'd argue. Like, Creswell and Ogbonna are really, really solid. Like, they just seem to absolutely click. Like, it's, I, don't it's I don't think you can take Balbuena out of that either. Because um, I, yeah. I, I really, really rate um, Diop, and I'm a big fan of Diop, and I think potentially he'll be our best centre-half. But Balbenner hasn't really put a foot wrong. You can't change it. If you've got no. two clean sheets in two games, a defence can never change. Even Masawaku just is brilliant in that uh, wing-back position. I think as a three, um, Balbuena, um, it's probably, it suits his game the best. Because I think when he's in a back two, he gets exposed more. And the same with Cresswell. I think Cresswell gets exposed in a back four as well. Ogbonna came from Juventus, who historically always played like three at the back, and he was there to kind of uh, be the backup to Benucci, Chiellini, and uh, Barzagli. And you can tell that that three at the back system has always been quite Italian. So it, 
it does seem like it works. And right now, this team is really working well. Like from the back foot, if you go from the back forwards right now, that back six, including the goalkeeper, just don't change at all. Like hindsight, I have to be wrong. Like the formation change, you don't change simply because if you're not conceding, you're not losing. You actually don't change eight because you don't change Rice right now either. Yep, they're, they're, right. they're, un, they're, they're undroppable. The only people that change for me right now are the front three, and that's not because they're playing bad. Um, that's um, it's because they're not as not as solid in cementing their spot as the other eight. Yeah, you can swap it, you can swap it up with um, you know Malenko, Benrama, Lanzini, Antonio, Haller when he's on the bench. You can really swap them up in the other positions right now. This is what worries me in the other positions right now. Maybe apart from centre half because you look Diop. You don't have a lot of backup in those positions. Yeah. So if you start getting injuries in those positions, you're going to have to start changing uh, maybe right. formation again, um, which it, it might not happen, but it's West Ham. There's always potential of happening, um, especially with the fixes at the moment. A lot of injuries are happening. So um, breaking news, um, your landlord is now happy again. Olivier Giroud scored. Excellent. He's now, he's now back on my Christmas card list. <laughs> Fantastic. Um while while we're on um, sort of the the formation and the players, what was your what would you do with that those um, front three going forward? Ben Ram, um, Bowen, Fornells, Haller. Would you if Antonio's fit on Monday night? Do you bring Antonio in? Do you bring in Ben Rama maybe for Fornells, or do you keep keep it? Is that with one of the game? Do you stay as it is? See, it's so tough because I I really sung the praises of Haller. I thought he actually didn't do. It much to anything wrong on Sunday. I, I honestly was so impressed by him. Um, so I'd, I'd find it hard to drop him. But if Antonio's fit, you've got to play him. But you don't want to change that system of like 4-2-3. Uh, not, not getting too slow either. Yeah, it's, it's tough because I want to get Antonio into that game. And uh, you've got, you got to... Say, so, go on, Jamie, sorry. I don't know. Do you so the only to... thing you could do, really, if you, you keep Haller in and you give Antonio half hour, mm-hmm. um, if we need him, and then because the bigger one for me um, is United on the United at the weekend after, because yeah. they are they are beatable right now, and Antonio will cause their two centre halves all sorts of problems. Yeah. So maybe you save Antonio for that one, give him half hour, give him a run out, because I it would be unfair. Like it would be very unfair to drop Haller right now. Yeah, I feel Ben Rama needs a bit of time, but I feel like we're not seeing him. And I, there must be a reason for this, you know. There must the reason be is Fornells suits his system and it is his sort of player. Yeah. He works hard. He very rarely gives the ball away. He's not going to do anything amazing. He'll pick you up a couple of assists every so often. He'll pick you up the occasional goal. Right now, Ben Rama's, ben Rama's place really at that side right now is Bowen because he's not going to drop Fornells, Fornells unless he really has to. It's almost weird, though, because you look at it like Haller or Antonio is literally your main striker. You then kind of have, like, Bowen, who plays like an inside forward, not really creative, kind of like, yeah, like, doesn't create much, but tries to get shots away. And then you've got Fornells, who tries to create chances, but is less of a goal scorer. So they are all kind of, like, different. It works perfectly well with him being on the same side as Masuaka as well, Mm. because he's more of your direct threat. And then if he's that position, you just watch Fournell sort of sit in that wing-back position. Mm. That's why he won't drop Fournell's right now. And um, 
like Fournelge, I think Fournelge has been been playing really well, and I was impressed with yeah. his work rate. Um, all I'd like to see from him is that little bit more creativity. Just relax. Bit, yeah, and final ball. ball because final ball because when he come on, Lanzini looked. Lanzini had the better the better ball work than Fournelge did. Mm. It looks quite uh, sharp. Recently, more defensive Lanzini. duties than Lanzini, but mm. like, that's what you've got to look at. So, um, let's talk about my mate, my mate Declan. Um, he was for <laughs> me. Just talk about Cresswell. Nah, we will. I will come on to. I will come on to Cresswell in a minute. Um, Rice at the weekend was phenomenal again. Well, class, like, mate. It's really starting to annoy me, and I'll, I'll, I've, I've kept my call for quite some time with people that. Will try to dig him out that are not West Ham fans, and they're gonna because they don't watch him every week. And it, they see him at England, it's like, oh, he shouldn't be in England side. That bloke right now is the best defence midfielder in the league. Yeah, I believe right. that too. On form, playing, probably, on form yeah. unbelievable. I don't, Jamie, I don't know what he needs to do to bloody convince anyone, if I'm honest. No, 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 on, on form, I totally look. If you go before the season starts and stuff, probably there's and, last, of, and the whole of last year. I would say. If you yeah, did probably better last year. He was in the top five last year for sure. Yeah, like I, the only person right this season who I actually argue could rival him is Pierre McCoyberg at Tottenham. Who, yeah, he's been fantastic. Like they're, they're the only people that I think could really argue that position, like with Rice. But I totally agree. Like Rice has been near enough unstoppable in that there position. Was a, there was a period of the game late in the second half where. I can't remember who it was for Sheffield United, but he was just running at our defence, literally on our line, on our on our area line. Yeah, he just stuck his it. leg in, picked the ball up, yeah. bang, passed it off, got the ball back, and he's ping, crossfield ping, just unbelievable. And people oh. that say he only passes the ball sideways, like they need to start watching watching him play football. I know if his he, job if, at England that, is totally different to his job at West Ham. Yeah, he's if that, unbelievable. If that was uh, if that was David Beckham back in the day, the whole that no one would shut up if talking. That right about now him. is Grealish doing that. Or, or even De Bruyne. De Bruyne, Kane, one of these, one of these big names. It is, it is all we all we'd see all week is that pass. That was, it does. It, it honestly, it feels just so nice to have a core of a team. Though, like we've got Fabianski, Ogbonna, Rice, and Antonio. Like that is the core of our team, and it feels set for the season. Like Zuchek. Did you name Zuchek in that as well? Because he's no, no, he's no. An, but, he's an absolute beast, mate. Yeah, but I would argue Rice is that core. Yeah, right, the, the only the only thing I I docked Suchek on at the weekend was that miss, absolute howler of a miss. And if it goes one up after that, said, "What do you want for dinner?" I've laid it on the plate, easy as you like, eat it, and he's just he's gone. even cut it up for him. I yeah. thought it, I think he thought he was more central to the goal than what he was. Just, uh, I kind of disagree. I think he's I think the keeper's caught keeper's caught his eye because if you look them... if you look at where it comes off his foot, it comes off his heel. If he hits it at the keeper and it's saved, people will say he should do better. But at least he's created like he's created a yeah. safety made. There's actually a square pass on as well. Bowen's just sitting there on his own. Yeah, it's it's such a perfect layoff by Haller, literally right there. Yeah. But he's got to do better. Yeah, but he's not going to score. He's, he's a centre midfielder for one. He's not going to score them all. Um, and we've got a great return out of him already, so we can't complain too much. Um, anyone else? Let's talk about Cresswell. Um, he's he's one of the one of the first three names on the team sheet right now, and it doesn't pain me to say it because back when it's like Cresswell back 
pre twenty seventeen when he was the Cresswell that we signed. That's so what he's playing like. Are you enjoying watching Cresswell at the moment in Daryl? I am. Because he's not a left back. Ready, wait for it. Q. He doesn't get a quick wi- a quick winger attacking him at the moment. He doesn't he doesn't have to go out and stop crosses because he's got Maswaka there to do it for him. And actually a lot of our play starts from Cresswell. A lot of our players right now seem to I think Moyes, the smart, like, we've got to give him his due. He's realised with the players we've got, they do suit a five-at-the-back system. Masawaku does, Ogbonna does, Creswell does. He brought in Kufau, who fit that system. He's got players to work around a system instead of trying to get a system to work around. He's not just trying to work it. He knows what he wants to do, and it's working. Like, he's set it up. And knows how to do it. In trying to, instead of being rigid and going, this is the system I'm going to use. He's gone with the players I've got. This is the perfect system I'm going to use, and it's it's working. It's it's not too dissimilar from the Sheffield United system of last year. Yeah, um, which they've now been found out. I just think we've got we've got better attacking players than they have. Um, yeah, definitely. And that's yes. that's what will help us out. And we will we will we'll have games where we score for about three or four. Yeah. So, um, the system is more suited to play against teams that are more high pressing. We're going to have 30, 40% of the ball because we're going to look to counter. That's why I was so impressed with getting two wins. The clean sheets weren't as much a surprise. I kind of thought we'd keep it low. It's just how we've scored the goals. Yeah. And we're not, then there's not, we haven't had any glaring chances against us either. Yeah, everyone's going to create chances. It's the Premier League. One out of two games, really, and apart from the penalty, they're like, yeah, all right. Villa become Villa's a lot harder than what it what it was going to be last year. United's obviously a lot harder with their attacking players, but they're not to be worried about right now. Mm. The two for me to worry about the two after that Leeds and Chelsea. The Leeds are as well are the team yeah, you can... they they can see goals left, right, and centre. Yeah, it's interesting because what is it right now? If you look at it defensively, the only teams that are conceded less goals than us are Tottenham. It's Tottenham. Every other team, yeah, Tottenham. like Chelsea, are on the same as us. Wolves are on the same as us. Arsenal are on the same as us. But they've they've scored less. Arsenal style. Oh, uh, this is another stat. I I don't know how every single team has conceded three goals in a game this year. Which I don't know last time that happened in the first no. nine game weeks. Like no, no, I don't. Bless you, James. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I think we're just hard to beat now. I think Moyes has made this uh, made made our team hard to beat. People will play us thinking, okay, we we have better players than them. They might think we have better players than them. How are we going to break them down? How are we going to do it? Because we're so very well organised at the moment. It's it. We are hard to beat. Okay, I've got a question for you. Because of everything that's come out with the. Uh, potential of fans being allowed back in stadiums in a couple of weeks. Could fans be being back at home detriment our form? No, not with the way we've started. I think the way we've started, I've not seen any fan really give players or the manager grief this year. Bowen and Bowen and Fornell's got a ton. Of oh fun. yeah, I think I think there's always going to be players, but the overall regime, I don't think fans will really give grief to like and also it's going to be so minimal amount of play yeah. fans that it's probably not going to have that much of an impact 
No, it's not. But it. The, the thing that worries me with our fans, the last two games, I know only one of them was at home and we didn't we didn't score till, what, the 89th minute or whatever it was. Mm. Games like that when we should be winning, that's when our fans become a bit bit painful to deal with. Yeah. Like, that's what worries me. And do we go on a nickel winner? Potentially still do, especially now we're, we're not in a relegation battle. The fans probably get behind the, the team a little bit more like we did in the FBI when we're playing well, like it was at the last season at the bowling, when you are a couple down, the fans are pulling us through. It just worries me that we will take a step back with fans. Yeah. Obviously, I want fans to be there. Um, but it, it does worry me a little bit, but I'm sure we'll get to that in the uh, in the coming weeks. Um, we're going to go to a goal, um, and then we'll come back to that video. So what goal are we going to play today? How about... This is just a choice. We could play Yarmolenko's one at the beginning of the lockdown. Right at the end of the season. So I'll lead it up to you, James. Okay. Uh, you can. I'll let you pick and go from now. Um, we'll play that now, and then we'll come back and talk about the upcoming fixture against Villa. It's Jack Grealish's goal that will cement Aston Villa's Premier League status. Deflection. Oh, it's in. It's one-one straight away. Dramatic twist and turn as Yarmolenko fires a speculative shot goal bound and the deflection spins it over Reina. All of a sudden, it's all back in the balance and Villa aren't there yet. So, James has gone with the Yarmolenko goal there. Um, great strike by the man. Um, I, it's a shame we've not seen a lot more of him for West Ham because of what a player he is, but um, great goal. Um, so, let's move on to Villa. And what a change up in fortune it's been for them this year. Um, struggled last year, mm. cut, made a couple of cracking signings uh, during the off season, and they're now flying. Um, Another smart acquisition was Craig Shakespeare as a coach. Yeah, like really good assistant, which a lot of people won't appreciate. He's just reared up their defense, like proper sorted it. Yeah, and they needed that as well. Mm. Um, but they're they're um, again they're another team that conceded, still conceding goals. Yeah, but they're scoring goals. They're scoring goals for the fun of it. Um, obviously, apart from the weekend when they should have scored four or five, and losing yeah. um, Barkley to injury doesn't do them any real favours. Does us some though. Let's talk about um, your thoughts on the fixture going ahead. Um, what you want to see from the team, to, from our team, and what you think we're going to see from Villa, Jamie. Um, I think this is more of a game that will suit us, like just because I think they're going to try to be a little bit more proactive than a Sheffield United or Fulham. I think they're going to look to try and dominate, but once again, they've got more quality in their team than a Sheffield United or Fulham. Look, Jack Grealish is probably the best player outside the top six. Like, guys, absolutely unbelievable. And you kind of get the impression if you can stop him, you're going to give yourself a hell of a chance at winning the game. That's it's almost going to be a personal battle though. Him Rice beat Grealish, which will Rice get to pick him up too much? I think he doesn't be given the task of. I think Barkley being out helps just because of the sort of he plays more off the left though than he. So I think he, I think he'll probably go at Kufal or Sufal, whatever they want to call him now on um, uh, broadcast. Yeah, it's, so, I, 
I can't tell. But no. I think I'm not sure if I expect to win. And I have to be honest, if we get a point, I'm not actually disappointed because we've got two wins previous. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't change a thing just because we've got back-to-back wins. The only change I'd potentially make is Antonio in for four nows. But, like, then you've got to change. It's tough. It's really, really tough. You but could I'm, play Antonio deeper. And I don't, yeah. think that, I don't think that'd be a problem. It, 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 I, I actually like him deeper because it, he gets to run at people properly. Um, but then you lose his pressure up front. Yeah, it's... So, it is... But then I wouldn't drop... I'd be very much against dropping um, for an hour still right now. So, um, for me, it's Haller or no one. It's tough. And I wouldn't drop Haller either. Right, uh, potentially I would, but potentially I wouldn't. So, uh, James, what's your thoughts on it going forward? Um, I think Villa are going to come at us a little bit more than what we're used to recently. Um, especially more than the other two teams that we've had. Um, so, And they're going to try and use Grealish as their outlet. So I think, you know, Rice is going to have a job shutting him down. But I think if anyone can do it, it'll be him, um, unless he goes wide. If he goes wide, then obviously... That's, where, the, that's, w- the, that's the thing, that's where he plays. He plays off so, the yeah, yeah, he drifts in. And he will. Rice will have to do him at some point, have to pick mm-hmm. him up at some point. But he'll try and stay as far away from Rice as possible. Yeah, and I think by doing that, that's keeping him out of a danger zone. So if we can stop him that way, that'd be great. Um, so, you know, no Barkley, that's done us a massive favour. Um, obviously, the, and the three, in the three in the middle just have to watch Watkins. Now, he's not a world-class striker. He's, he's a good striker, but he's not a world-class striker. So the three of them technically should deal with him between the three of them. I, w- I wouldn't um, mind it buying him. Let's put it that way. No, that's, no absolutely. And um, I think... Change it. I, I probably wouldn't change it if I'm honest. Not at the moment. I think Antonio's got a part to play against uh, against Man United. I think I want to see him though. I want to see him come on. If if something's not happening for the first hour, I'd like to see him come on for Haller and just to give the, their defence something to deal with. And I actually want to see Ben Rama as well. I think um, Moyes doesn't like making a change if if, if it's going well. So it, you know, it's just. You know what he's like. He just doesn't like making. And I think Lanzini will probably come on. So if Lanzini comes on, it'll be for for Nels or or uh, Bowen most likely. So uh, they're the three changes I would make during the game. Um, I just want to see them sooner, but I'd start with the same team. Yeah, I'm just looking at what they how they lined up against Brighton on Saturday. With Barkley being out, they brought on uh, Bertrand Traore. So I don't know if he'll start or what they'll do. Because as good as their starting lineup is, you look at their bench and it's not that strong. Like no, and I, it's a defence as well. I'm not overly impressed with their whole back line. I think Tyrone Mings is a cracking centre half. Yeah, but they're not. They don't. Um, they're but, not well. They're not well beaters. No, we, we should beat them. We should beat them. I'm full confident that we should beat them. I don't but think we should beat them. I don't think we should beat them. Better team than them. Is it at home? It is at home, isn't it? Yeah, but once again, home field advantage. The only thing you that's that's, is, the, that's the thing that worries me a little bit. That it is because a lot of the way teams are winning, are getting results. Um, and we, you can't say we're a better team than them because they've just beat Liverpool seven three. They've got some cracking results this year. They're an odd team. They're a very they are an odd team. Like we'll, it, we'll have good results as they will have good results this year because yeah. they'll score goals. But we can't say that we're better than them because right now we're probably both on the back, about the same level. 
it's very odd though. Like you look at them and they've scored, they've scored nineteen goals this season. They've scored a bucket load, but considering that it was three against Arsenal and seven against Liverpool, that's they're nine. Well this year. They're, they're that's really nine, six other games. Yeah, yeah. it's both of us teams are probably overachieving in terms of like what we predicted. They're another one with a good core of players. Um, Keeper's fantastic, Martinez. Yeah. Uh, Mings. I'm a big fan of Douglas Louise in midfield. I think he's a cracking player in midfield. Um, they've got, potentially they've got Barkley, they've got Grealish and Watkins. They've got a good core of players as well. Um, and they're a good young side who could potentially do a few things in a couple of years. So it ain't going to be easy. Um, it's the toughest game of the last three. Now, when at the start of the season, when we were like, right, we've got these seven games, and then we've got to look at winning those three, no one would have thought Villa would have been the toughest one of the three at that point. Um, everyone would have probably thought Sheffield United after last year. So it's they're obviously overachieving from last year, but it's going to be a very, very tough fixture. I, I think it's one of them where after those seven games and these three, people would have gone, yes, we'd like I'll, nine. I'll stop you, Jay. That is one of the most... That is one of the best strikes I've ever seen. Who? Bruno Fernandes has just hit this ball from about 30 yards on the bounce. Top bins. Um, sorry to... I know, it, I know it's a West Ham podcast. <laughs> so that. that is one of the best strikes I've seen in a long time. Comes out from a corner and he just hits this ball on the bounce. Um, honestly, unbelievable. Not as far as 30 yards, about 20 yards out, but unbelievable top bins. But I'll let you go back to your point. Um yeah, so it was one of them, like, after those seven games, people would have gone, we need three. But realistically, if we got seven against Sheffield United, Fulham and Villa, I think West Ham fans would have taken it. So if we do get a draw against Villa, it's not a terrible result by any means. Like, I oddly feel more confident about this just because I think they're going to come at us a little bit more. But it, it's one of them that could go either way, really could. Yeah, it could. Um, if we come away with a, with a bad result, but we perform as well as we have been, I'll, I'll be happy with that as well. Just want to keep the performances going and the work rate going. What I'm going to do now, uh, or what James is going to do as he's editing the pod, he's going to play a little snippet from um, Mig uh, of his thoughts of the game and his score predictions for the game on Monday night against Villa. So, my thoughts on the Villa game, I guess. Um, I think it'll be a tough game for sure. I mean, we are obviously still in a good run of form. Really pleased with the performance um, on Sunday afternoon. Um, I think we've got to carry that same sort of mentality into the next game. Villa have been a real mixed bag this season for me. Um, I've been really impressed with a lot of what I've seen from Obviously, they... They smashed Liverpool earlier in the season. Um, but I watched their game on Saturday against Brighton and they were really disappointing. Um, not least because I backed them in our group hacker, but, you know. Um, obviously, Barkley went off early in that game um, and he's been a real creative force for them this season um, since he signed. So, if he's not fit, then that gives us a real boost. Um, so, not to be too cruel, but hopefully he's not fit in time for that. Obviously, Greenish is their main man. Um, if we can keep him quiet, then um, I think that really improves our chances. Um, so he'll be coming off the left, so it's down to sort of Soufal and probably Balbuena is on the right of the back three to sort of try and keep him quiet. Obviously, I think Rice will have to have some input in that as well. Um, Rice or Suchet playing a bit deeper to try and um, stop his threats. 
Uh, Watkins has obviously been a good signing for them as well. We've been scoring lots of goals. Um, so I'm expecting it to be a tough game. Um, Martinez has been playing winning goal for them this season. Obviously, if Antonio's back for us, that's a real boost. Um, although I'm sure you've already spoken about it, but I really think Haller had a really good game uh, on Sunday. Um, his best game for us in a long time. But I do think that if Antonio is fit, he'll, he'll be back into that side just for the extra options he gives us. Um, I know they've got like their their defensive line is quite physical. Um, like they've got Mings in there, who's obviously a big unit. So I think the pacing behind um, will really be a bonus for us if Antonio is fit again. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. That's that's basically me. I'm gonna go prediction. Uh, I'm gonna go for a one-all draw. Um, so I think the the run of clean sheets will come to an end. Uh, I think they've got enough about them to to get at least a goal, but. Uh, I think a one or draw would be... I think that would still be a very good result for us, given the way they've played so far this season. Um, give me a score prediction for the game. So, I know Higo has gone for the same score prediction as what I planned on going on. Um, so, I'm going to go different, because I want to get it right again. I'm going to say 1-0 again, just because I think that's the sort of result that we'd, we're going to get this year. Yeah, 1-0. James? I'm going to go for a one all. Didn't you go one all at the weekend as well? I believe you did. I can't remember. Yeah, I believe you did against Sheffield United, yeah. yeah. Um, I went 2-0, I went 1-0. He, James went 2-1 and I think you went Desmond. I just think no, if I we're playing... I went 2-1, James went one all. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. I just think if we're playing with Haller, we're not going to get many goals. Not because he can't score them. I just don't... You I don't think like it, do you? <laughs> no, I do. No, why does everyone get this impression? I'm taking the mick, James. It's a joke. <laughs> I know, but I don't... I can't, you it's can't joke like these people, boys. I just, I just think that, you know, the way we play with Haller is different. I don't... I can't see us scoring loads of... When, when we've got... Different. Ta- it's always yeah, different. When we've got Antonio, I feel like we're constantly going to be... You know, knocking on the door. Whereas with Hallard, I don't think we're going to be the best centre half he's come up against in these last three games. As good as that back three, Sheffield mm. United work well together. Um, Mings is the best out of the lot. So that's without, the best. Doubt. without a doubt. Um, I'm actually going to go with two on West Ham again. Um, I think we're just we're just in that runner form, and we're, we're hard to stop in games when we're on a runner form like that. But we're also it. It, it works the other way for West Ham. It's hard to get out of a run of bad form as well. Mm-hmm. So I think while we're on a good run, we'll carry on. I think Bowen will score this week. Um, and I think Antonio might get the winner. He might come on and get a, get a winner late. They'll score. They've, I think they'll create chances and they'll put one in, especially Watkins. He's, he's clinical. So we're going to have to be very careful to stop Watkins playing. Um, and obviously, Grealish will create chances um, everywhere so- he plays. I know we've all said that we'd probably start Heller. Do we think Antonio does start, though? Um, no, because right now, when you've just scored a goal like that, um, Moyes is very much, he's going to need Haller again this year at some point. Don't knock, don't knock his confidence after scoring a winner. Play no. him. He's playing well, keep him going, maybe bring Antonio on with him, especially if you need a goal. You play two up top. But I wouldn't change it to start with, especially with United coming up. Yeah. United, for me, is a game where Antonio will cause them so many problems. Mings is the sort of defender that will that will play against Antonio really well. He's big, he's strong, he's quick. The two centre-halves United are terrible. 
Like, we'll have a right back oh, United right? I don't mind Maguire. I think Maguire gets a lot of un, unjust stick. Mistake waiting to happen and Antonio will bully him. It'll so, be I must say. Um, because if you win t- this Monday, it really, really does become kind of like... So what we've got up until Christmas, we've got... I can um, get the, I've got the fixture list here. We've got, let me see if I can read them out. Villa, yep. United, yep. Leeds, Chelsea. Uh, missed one between Chelsea and Leeds. Fulham. No, no. Uh, um, is it Palace in the midweek? Yeah, Palace. Palace, Chelsea, and then it's Brighton on the 26th. Yeah. Southampton. Southampton, yeah. So, and then New Year's. If January. you forget, we're saying it now, but if you're on around about 25 points at Christmas, New Year's, by the start of the year, if you're on around about 25 points, you're in a good place. That's, but then, for me, if you're at that point, you, uh, it's it's another discussion. You have to go all out in the FA Cup. I'd much rather yeah. come, I'd you do. rather us have a cup run and finish 14th than get knocked out in the third round of the FA Cup and come eighth. Yeah, but I'd, st- I'd, still, I'd still say you've got to be getting to around about 40 points. Oh, yeah. I actually don't think 40 points is what you need this year. I actually think everything's going to be a lot lower because I think everything's going to be more congested. Like yeah, Sheffield- I, I agree. But then if you're looking at um, how it's been in the past, you've still got to look at being around it's there or thereabouts. Points. I, you, you sit there, you go, you're fine. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy the rest of the season. Exactly. And then try and, and if you're at 40 points soon enough, you try to push on the mm. But yeah, I'd love a cup run. Um <sighs> But the annoying thing is, it's probably not the year for a cup run again, with being very potentially very low, very low fans at Wembley. Wait, that's what I was saying because obviously we all live near to Concord Football Club, Concord yeah. Rangers, and they've just got to the FA Trophy final, and obviously all the players get to go and play at Wembley, which is like amazing. But it, it must still be frustrating that you can't have some sort of fans there. Yeah. Like, like imagine being a Concord Rangers fan and you can't go and watch that game. Exactly, I know, so, but you know. Low, the fees were lower, you know, lower teams. They're used to playing with tiny crowds anyway. No, no, but you're at Wembley. Oh, I know, I know. Someone like that ever going to get to play at Wembley? My dad said, like, my dad, like, said he would have given up a lot of things in his football career just to play at Wembley because, yeah, it, it's Wembley. I, I wish I'd have played at Upton Park. I never got to do that. I have. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, played in the tournament there, scored. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, banging. Yeah. Is it a penalty? Was, no, it in the 11, was it the 11-a-side pitch? Yeah, 11-a-side pitch, yeah. And no, it wasn't a penalty. I, um, I was, for some reason, I was playing left wing with my extreme, <laughs> extreme post. Left wing? Yeah, it was like a friendly tournament. I was playing left wing. Was that a bit like to... Joe Cole when he had literally no pace, no legs anymore? I was drifting past people. I was pinging the ball everywhere. It sounds more like Neil Ruddock. <laughs> Bowler, mate. Big Neil. Big Razor. Bowler. Go ahead. You can ping a ball like Razor. Loving life. Um... Right, I think that'll do us for today. Um, we'll be back next week. The, the the fixture for United hasn't been confirmed yet, has it? Um, no, I believe it's this TV week. TV and stuff, I don't know. It'll all be TV, but but we we don't know what that is yet. So we'll try and get the podcast out as soon as possible um, and go from there um, moving forward. Um, so good luck to the boys next week. Buzzing for the game again. It's nice that we're on a Monday night. Yeah. Um, Bit different Monday night. I like I like night games. Um, but yeah, 
just makes the week go a little bit longer, but yeah. Yeah, it also, you've got something to look forward to on a Monday at work. I know you're working from home, Jay, so it's not really a bother for you, but when you're getting up at half six Monday morning and you're like, yeah, great, it's Monday, you've got something to look forward to in the evening. Yeah, so. Yeah. Can I just say, uh, it'd be nice if uh, listeners uh, wouldn't mind giving it a share and also giving it like a five-star review, that that will help us to sort of at least get more, more viewers every week. Yeah, that'd be nice, and especially I know uh, uh, there's uh, a lot of boys that listen that we do know and that we're, we're friends of, if they can... Uh, um, it's, it's like, yeah. give, us, give us a review please share it when we do it just helps us out like yeah we're doing it for fun but it'd be nice to get um some more some more listens somewhere so if you do get the chance please do and if you do leave a review online on itunes if it's not rude or something like that from one of our lot and i know it will be um, <laughs> well i did see a couple of comments didn't uh yeah. on the, already i know it'd be um if they're not rude and if they're all right i'll um i'll get one of us to read them out so the last thing to say is um, cheers to you two boys coming on. Matt, I hope uh, everything's all right at home. And come on your irons. Come on your irons.